Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I've got visions in my head. People tell me that I'm crazy. I tell them that's exactly it. I've got reasons for my absence. People tell me that I'm burn out. I tell them I'm not like the rest. But- Hi, y'all. Today's episode is really long, so I'm going to make this intro short. Today, we have one of my best friends and favorite person, actually, in the entire world, Ryan Canerny back on the podcast. We met in college. We were fast friends. We really didn't do much without each other in those days. And if you guys have been a long time, I love you so much podcast listener, you know Ryan. He was some of the favorite episodes from the early days. Like he was writing a letter to DoorDash. He was rowing down the 405. Like a lot of things were happening and we had some great episodes together. We're getting into friend breakups. We're getting into recovering your creative self. We go into grief. A lot has happened since Ryan and I have last sat down to record an episode. We also have producer Taylor back on the podcast today. So this one is a shout out or paying homage. I think that's what they say. I don't know. Um, To all of the OG podcast listeners. Okay. And if y'all are new here, you guys are going to love this episode. Ryan is the best podcast guest ever. He needs his own show. We have been, I, I've been trying to get him to do this. And I think if all of you guys go spam him on the podcast Instagram, like I think we can make it happen. But anyways, without further ado. Oh, also, if you guys want to watch this episode, every episode is available on our YouTube channel. So if you guys want to watch it on your TV or watch it again after you listen to it, I will have that linked in the show notes below. But anyways, hope you guys enjoy today's episode. And let's welcome Ryan back onto the show. It really just feels right saying that. Where you are rolling, you can begin this Grammy-worthy episode. Wow, amazing. I hope you, we need to keep that part in. I just want to say shout out to every OG podcast listener because we have everyone's favorite guest back on the podcast today. We have Ryan. They're so sweet. They love you. They're so sweet. The comments, the messages are always very sweet. They are very sweet. Right? When I posted with you, people freaked out. What are you wearing? Oh, yeah. So today, you guys might be like, oh, my God. So crazy if you're watching on YouTube. What a beautiful outfit both of you guys have on. We look like one and thing, too. I'm wearing the O'Kind right now, the Ryan set (laughs) that is named after, you guessed it, Ryan over here. So we are matching. This is unplanned. I cannot. I mean, that it's named after me, A, but I can't get enough of it, actually. Do you tell everyone I'll, that it's named after you? Yeah. Yeah, I would tell uh, everyone. Yes. yes. I tell the guy at the newspaper stand. I tell the guy at the pizza <laughs> shop, the person scooping my ice cream. Everywhere I go, yes, this is, you guessed it, the Ryan shirt. But uh-huh. it's so flowy. It's so light. Mm-hmm. It's perfect for summertime in LA. It really is. Yeah, I, I wear it in Texas when it's is hot Is it there. linen? 
It's 100% cotton. Cotton, yeah. Got it. Some of the funds are going towards a great cause. Oh, yes. Well, not now, but we were donating for like a week, I think, or two weeks to fund Texas Choice. Great organization to get behind. And then Brett Winning Housewife did something for them, too. I love Dallas that you ingested that. Love that. Well, yeah. we also have producer Taylor on the mic, if you guys I'm heard back. him. He is back. Can you do a little song and number for us? I was going to say, anybody who immediately goes, oh, I remember him. Thank you for listening to this show for that long. And I'm, and I'm happy that you're still listening to us. And if, you, if you've if you heard or you know who I am, then I know for damn well that you know who Ryan is. So thank you. Yeah. That's That means you're dedicated. And honestly, anyone who's that dedicated is has love for me. So that's amazing. And if y'all haven't listened to the episodes, I would highly, I mean, Ryan has been on the show probably like, this might be your fifth appearance. Something, yeah, that sounds about right. And there's so many inside jokes from our episodes, like rowing down the 405, but I will link them all and you need to go back and listen to them because they are, I mean, we're in a totally different life phase, I will say. I've been writing a lot of letters recently too, I gotta be honest. You know, I had a lot of bones and a lot of grievances to uh-huh. share then. I got a lot of bones and a lot of grievances to share now. Who are you writing a letter to these days? I had to write one this morning. Oh God. To who? To Chase Bank. What did they do? Well, last night I go to the ATM. Oh, no. I have $200 of cash that I'm going to deposit into my account. And the first ATM eats half of my money. Oh. And says, oh, not sure if the deposit went through. Here's the number. Call the bank to make sure your deposit went through. So I had to, so yeah. I had to move to the next ATM. And fortunately, I was able to deposit it. So my first order of business this morning was trying to reclaim my own money that mm-hmm. the ATM ate last night. Were they helpful? They were, thankfully. It, it they was, were. It was a yeah. Chase's Chase Bank is really great. You got to give it to them. <laughs> They're not like Lyft of 2018, but oh yeah, yeah. So you know, just fighting through grievances. Whole Foods, I have grievances with every now and then. I almost asked to speak with the manager at Whole Foods the other <laughs> you day. You are a Karen. No, <laughs> you really are a Karen. No, I'm but you are really a likable Karen. Yeah, but do you really think so? Not, I mean, honestly, if you looked like a Karen, then maybe. You know, but I've you're been so likable. That's the difference. I love that you're saying this. I think there's one thing worse than being a Karen, and I've been thinking about this recently, and it's being a kale. Is that a male These version? are people in LA. Oh God. Who condemn others for their dietary decisions? Oh yes. If I'm enjoying ice cream and someone's like, "Oh, how's all that sugar?" Mm-hmm. Don't be a kale. Don't be a kale. What does a kale look like? They come in, and they don't come in all shapes or sizes. <laughs> They're it's very it's a very uniform brand. These uh-huh. kales, but like you would not find these in other parts of the countries. Kales are very specific to Los Angeles. You yes. wouldn't be at a Waffle House at one thirty-seven on a Thursday morning, out fifteen minutes outside Nashville, and somebody say, "Oh, how's how's all them cobs?" They would never even think that. No, seriously. Don't be a kale. Don't be a kale. I, I would agree with that. I do think that's worse than a Karen. Right? Yeah. But Let people have dietary freedoms. Maybe you're just good at communication. Because when you've been wronged in work settings, not in like personal settings always, but when you've been wronged, not in like a co-working thing, in like a Whole Foods or an Uber or a Lyft, they will know. And you will write a letter. Speaking of dietary freedom, I, this is this is embarrassing. But I, I recently went to Whole Foods. I've been on a on a barbecue kick lately, and the the stuff I ordered is like the epitome of the worst of the worst. It was at the I've been eating bar, hot dogs. No, I, I I got hot dogs and I've been grilling <laughs> them. I've been literally so my this is what I checked out with at Whole Foods: hot dogs, boxed macaroni, 
and then Reese's Puff cereal. Or no, I got the Reese's Puffs at Vons, but that was literally, I went to the store specifically and I got that and I've been living off that for like a week and a half. Now my question becomes, are you eating these two together? Are you eating the hot dog and macaroni and cheese combo? No, I wish I was. Oh, I was eating baked, baked beans, baked beans and hot dogs is what I've been doing. Very Taylor, Boston of you. Taylor, your palate has always been one of like more of a five-year-old though. Like that's not oh, I know. news. I but I will say, so I love a good hot dog and justice for hot dogs because- And tis the season. Yes, exactly. And we, you know, I think I'm like a grill master these days because I, you know, put a hot dog on a grill, but still I'm grilling. So credit where credit's due, you know, but I'm sorry if you don't like hot dogs, you're lying to yourself and stop. Like you have to like a hot dog. You know who doesn't enjoy a hot dog? Who? Kale. Exactly. Kale. Exactly. Do you know what kind of meat is in that? No, no, no I don't. You know, yeah, and I don't and even I, and need I don't to want add. To I don't want to know. I'm the, just... the secret too is to get the sausages, not just the hot dogs. Agreed. But Absolutely. you get those sausages. From a good you ballpark, get some, yeah, a good ballpark so sausage. Good. You know, this is really prepping Taylor for Texas. He's doing well. Oh, oh I know. Absolutely. I need because there's a lot of smoked meats like at barbecue joints out there. I know because there there used to be a Texas barbecue place in San Diego that Michael and I used to go to all the time, and it was really good. So, but I've never surprisingly when I was out there, I've never I have not eaten barbecue or actually. No, no, I didn't. That was just a regular burger place. I have not had barbecue, Texas barbecue. I think I mean, that's God. one area where LA kind of falters is barbecue. One of a few. Right? There's a yeah. few, uh, like a handful of spots maybe that you can get some good barbecue, but it's a kind of a hurting industry. Yeah, it's not right? the best. No. It, it, there, There's one place here that's from Texans in quotes, but like we'll see about Which that. Which one is it? I can't name no. it because I don't want to hurt their feelings. Yeah. I'll tell you off air. Okay, wait, Ryan, you need to give us like a little bit of an, a life update. It's been like probably two and a half years since you've been on the show. My goodness. Everything. It feels like everything has changed and at the same time, nothing almost. It's so, yeah. it's, it's, it's very wild. This past year specifically has rocked me in more ways than one. You know, last year, we say in 2019, I, I lost a job I loved at the montage and really threw my whole life away for a little bit. I destroyed a lot of relationships. Broke I, my heart. No, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it was a very upsetting time. You know. So to answer questions, there was a period of time where Ryan wasn't friends with me, but he did come crawling back. Don't worry. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. And unfortunately, that was the case with a lot of my relationships. Yeah. But the reality is, is I, I, I faced it. You know, I faced it, and and last year went on a journey to repair a lot of those relationships in which I I damaged and lost with my mom's help early on last year. Yeah. You know, my mom was a great guide in a lot of the recovery work that I was doing last year, and then in the fall of of last year, my mom passed. You know, and it, and it rocked it rocked my world. It rocked all of our world. Yeah. You know, so a lot of this last year has been working through grief and loss. You know, and remembering a lot of the lessons that she has taught me has helped me to to get through a lot of this and i'm just i'm I, i'm thankful honestly in the end you know i'm mean, where i'm at right now with everything that has gone on thankful yeah so it, it like even getting to sit here and do this with you is very special after everything that that has gone on you know it's very special to me Our busy lives make it difficult to drink the suggested amount of water, if you will. When you're rushing from home to work to the gym to your social life to going to dinner, like it's really easy to just reach for something with sugar or caffeine for that energy kick. But really what we need is water. It's super important to drink enough water. I feel like we're told that all the time, but for whatever reason, we're not doing it. It helps our bodies function properly and keeps our minds sharp. Not drinking enough can lead to a number of annoying symptoms, 
loss of concentration, headaches, dizziness, the list goes on. We all know that you feel better when drinking enough water, but sometimes we just need some encouragement. And that is where Water Drop comes in with the perfect solution that encourages you to drink more water, but in a sustainable way. So Water Drop is the solution to your hydration needs. They're small and convenient little cubes that add flavor, vitamins, and even caffeine to your water. Easy to use even on the go. With a wide range of flavors from berry and fruity to citrusy and herbal, drinking water becomes super easy and fun. I have some just thrown in my purse on the go and it makes my life so much easier. And it also is like a nice little treat, if you will. Like when I find that I brought water drop with me, not only do I feel really prepared for life, I'm like way more excited to drink water. And that means I'm way more likely to actually drink the like suggested amount per day. Sustainability is core to their mission. Their packaging uses 98% less plastic and CO2 emissions than pre-bottled beverages. And they collaborate with the international organization Plastic Bank to have plastic bottles collected from the environment. And of course, we have a code that is valid for three weeks from today. Code I love you on Waterdrop online. You guys can head to Waterdrop website and get a special 15% off discount code for listeners of this podcast. You can also browse their large collection of micro drinks, glass and steel bottles, carafes, glasses, and more. Again, that is code I love you. From the offices of Create and Cultivate, I'm Jacqueline Johnson, the host of Work Party, a podcast for ambitious women looking to create and cultivate the career of their dreams. Work Party is paving the way for a new generation of women, women who are redefining the meaning of work on their own terms. Every Wednesday, we bring in leading female powerhouses for real talk and BS-free advice on building your business. You'll hear from female founders, CEOs, entrepreneurs, creatives, and so many other badass ladies. Are you ready to create and cultivate the career of your dreams? Then tune into Work Party, the podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the show and never miss an episode. Today, we are back talking about Seed, which is one of my favorite sponsors. I have been using Seed since way before they were a podcast. I actually got my delivery today, which is very exciting. I was really excited to try Seed because I just had heard so many incredible things about it. I think everyone in the world should try Seed, okay? And I'm going to tell you why, okay? Unfortunately, it turns out everything you think you know about probiotics might be wrong. I knew like probiotic tortilla chips sounded like a little bit too good to be true. Um, But the good news is Seed's DS01 daily symbiotic is the real deal. It is important to know that not all probiotics are created equal. So what is the daily symbiotic? It is a broad spectrum two-in-one probiotic and prebiotic. It's a 24-strain broad spectrum probiotic and prebiotic formulated for digestive, gut immune, and additional systemic benefits. So the capsule and capsule protects against stomach acid, digestion, enzymes, and bile salts for viability through digestion. So what does this mean? This is incredibly important. It means the live probiotics will actually make it to the end of the small intestine for delivery into the colon, which is the entire point. So if you've ever taken a probiotic before and you've never felt a difference, it's likely because the good bacteria wasn't surviving your GI tract. Seed is designed differently and that is why it works. So the daily symbiotic supports benefits in and beyond the gut. So yes, the seed will support ease of bloating, which is huge, healthy regularity and ease of evacuation, if you know what I mean. But it will also support your gut barrier, your skin health, heart health and micronutrient synthesis. 
Many see improvement in digestion within 24 to 48 hours, which can include bowel movement regularity and ease of bloating. So each component of their monthly refill system is designed to protect your DS01 daily symbiotic and be gentler on the earth. To start a new healthy habit today, visit seed.com slash I love you and use code I love you to redeem 20% off your first month of Seed's DS01 daily symbiotic. That is seed.com slash I love you and use code I love you. Again, that is seed.com slash I love you and use code I love you. I want to start at the beginning of your life update. So let's say someone is damaging a lot of their relationships. I mean, I know, but like for as much as you can share, what made you almost become self-aware and realize like, I don't necessarily like where I've kind of put myself in my life? I think through writing. Yeah, I think through writing. I read a book by Dr. Susan David early last year called Emotional gonna, Agility. I thought you were going to say Dr. Seuss for I a thought, second. I thought, <laughs> I thought you were going to say the same thing. Yeah. I read a book by Dr. Seuss last year called Red Fish, Blue Fish. <laughs> I, know. I read a book by Dr. Susan David called Emotional Agility. And the timing of it was just it's just it was one of those synchronicities where I picked up this book in just the right season and it really helped me. And one of the things that she talks about is utilizing writing as a tool to help, you know, further understand and develop your sense of your values and how you can and how you can incorporate your actions and decision making based off of those very values. So I started to write. You know, and I'm also I also have done the artist way. Have you heard of this mm -hmm. with Julia Cameron? And a piece of that is also morning writing, morning journaling. And through this, Kenzie, I've just I, I, I was able to watch my thoughts, you know, and watch my thoughts around people, watch my thoughts around the places I was in, the relationships I have and able to change a lot of that, which I didn't like and that which. I maybe some areas of my life that I had settled in just out of familiarity or comfort and was able to to <clears throat> I think a lot of us fear just owning up to our own part in some things too, yeah. you know, out of a place of pride. And I wasn't willing to do that, I don't think. I had to muster up what it took to to take ownership and take responsibility for my own part in and what had gone on in my life. And it led to a lot of positive change. What did you do once you, like, how did you approach trying to make amends? First, you got to let the person know why you want to make amends. You need to communicate to the other person that this relationship is valuable to you. Like, I wouldn't be here sitting, having this conversation around amends if I didn't care about this relationship. So establishing that kind of right off the bat, you know, and taking ownership. You know, it's not a blame game. It's not a, you hurt me by doing this. In a sense, yes, we can talk about those things too. But those things become more palatable to the other person when you also are willing to take ownership of things that you may have done to hurt others as well. You know, so just establishing a mutual understanding that, hey, this relationship means a lot to me. And it's not one that I'm just willing to throw away over some pettiness that maybe has occurred you mm -hmm. know I remember when you texted me so vividly let me set the scene guys so <laughs> I and by the way like Ryan and I couldn't have been more attached at the hip in college 
I wouldn't have survived that place without yeah. you. I and really a lot of it's documented. Yes, right? exactly. I'm like we literally best friends did everything together. We were all literally always together. So this is probably like a year and a half. I think that we didn't talk. I want to say around that time. And I'm driving my car. I was in Dallas. I pull up to La La Land. I, every time I pass, I think of this. Like I remember it so what vividly. What is La La Land? It's a coffee shop, and and now it's in LA now, but it's in Dallas. Yes. So I was going there and then I got a text and it said Ryan and I was like, wait, what? But I saw like your photo first. And so on the my car, photo? yeah, the con- what? this in college, that photo. <laughs> and you texted me and you were like, hey, Ken's, I don't know if you still have my number. And I was like, number. and then you were just, I, it was like an apology and wanting to like talk or whatever. And conveniently, I was going to LA the next day. And I think I replied within, I don't even think it had been 30 seconds. It was very quick. I was very, I don't think you had exited the message. It was very quick. Comforting how quick you did respond. Should I have made you wait longer? No. Okay. Maybe I should <laughs> I respect have. that question, but no. <laughs> no, but I was like, oh my God, amazing. Okay, yeah, I'm in LA. Like, of course. And then it was just, I mean, we talked. I cried. Today, Tom's like, I don't think I've ever seen you cry, which is a lie. She's a liar for everyone who didn't know. Well, it's very special to us, right? Yes. When, respe- when relationships matter to us in the way that they matter to us. Yes. It's special to us. Yes. And I have cried with Ryan a million times. But the thing about that, this is another topic I wanted to talk about, is you, Dom and I were talking about this. She helped me prep the episode today. And the whole bit with Ryan is that he's like Mr. Hospitality. But more than that, you are the most loved person that I know. You are the most likable person that I know. There's no one that meets you that doesn't like obsess over you. Like you and Dom are very similar in that way. But I think your relationships and I relate to you on this like are always very deep and they mean a lot more to you I think than like the next person like you're just very good at cultivating relationships and friendships and where did you get that from because not everyone cares in the way that you do that's a great question thank you for saying that it's very sweet of you to say that honestly it's the way I was raised you know I look at my parents life especially I can look now specifically at my dad right now, the way he's navigating everything that has gone on. He lost the love of his life after 34 years. This situation could completely crush somebody, and it has in a lot of ways. But thankfully, my dad, for the past 30-plus years, has put in work to cultivate meaningful and deep relationships much past acquaintance, much past so-and-so from here or there he he has really lifelong friendships where when things like that happen it's very easy for him to fall back on these relationships and not be and not have others feel burdened by it you know because you have years and years worth of sewing in so i think looking at my parents lives and seeing not how easy it was for them to face challenges in their life, but seeing how they were able to face adversity because of the relationships that they had. I think I've been always been challenged by that and 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 wanted that for myself, you know? Yeah, and you definitely have that. Yeah, and it, ta- it takes work. You know that, yeah. you know, relationships take work. Friendships do, romantic relationships, relationships within a professional setting. They just take work, you know? But if they matter to you, you put the work in. Do you still feel the urge in your relationships, maybe when things get hard, to run? Yes, absolutely. What makes you not do it now? My values. I value authenticity, especially in my relationships. 
and I value communication. And I know, I know the hindrances that it caused when we just, when we run, you know, versus I'm just willing to be vulnerable with people. I'm willing to be open with where I'm at in, in hopes of strong relationships. I know what each extreme looks like. Yeah. I know what open communication looks like. And I know what reclusing and isolating looks like. And I just, I, I, I choose open communication versus running. Yeah. Today, anyway. Tomorrow could look different. <laughs> I'm like, right now we're good, though, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow could look different. It's a, da- it's a daily thing, you yeah. know? It's like d- d- a daily taking up of the cross, actually. Yeah. In relationships. We talk, Dom and I talk about this all the time. Like, for reference, by the way, if y'all didn't listen, Dom, Ryan, and I went to college together. So that's how we are all, like, very close friends. But it's the relationships I have specifically with you two as, like, my two best friends from college. Like, there's nothing I think that I could do in this world that, or that I would do, that would ever, that I couldn't come to you guys about, or that I wouldn't trust that you guys would be there for. But I think that that is also from, like, it is from open communication and feeling like you can say things and not, like, I know how it felt before and how it feels now, and it's very different, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And when you face adversity together, it just, it it makes easier in the future when when things spring up yeah. like oh i i remember we were able to get through such and such you know yeah. and it makes it makes future situations just look a bit more conquerable yeah and we've know? just been through a lot and not even like in our relationship i mean like both of us have gone through a lot in the time of our friendship yeah do so you have a proclivity to run no not really yeah I think I maybe have you ever is that something you deal with maybe that's not a common thing you know yeah I think I will avoid things more than I would run so I guess maybe that's kind of running but I don't you're more of an just not confronting the elephant in the room kind of I don't think I'm that way now but I think I have it that way in the past but I think as I've gotten older and you are really able to decide who you want around you like when you're in high school and when you're in college, you're just with these set, same like set of people. Right. And then I think especially when you go to a small school and then it gets like catty and you're like, I don't even know why you feel this way. Like it, yes. you're not living in any sort of reality. As you get older, you decide like what relationships are worth it and what friendships you're going to keep around. Like even a few people that we went to college with that I'm still really close with, I would have never imagined that those would be the people that I would still talk to or yeah. like keep up with. So I don't know if I necessarily have... Is there one in particular that you would share about that has surprised you the most? Maybe a way that it's helped, that, like a relationship specifically that has like helped your life or that, that means a lot to you? I would say you. Really? Well, I wouldn't have, at the time, I wouldn't have said we weren't going to be friends. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I always thought you would come back around. Yeah. And Dom and I had so many conversations about it. And I would be like, I mean, like, when is the day coming? Because I think I thought it was going to be like six months. And it didn't matter how many times people texted you or called you or contacted. Like, I was like, eventually he will come back. Yeah. But I do think at that point we kind of given up hope. And I was like, I don't know if this oh. day is ever coming. Oh. <laughs> like, no, but I would say you. There is another person that I am close with again. That would be surprising to me just yeah. because that was my only tumultuous friendship, sure. if you will, in that time. But yeah. like. Yeah, I think that that would probably be it. The one thing about shared experiences is it it really is iron forged in like the flames of like forever. Because yeah. if you when you go through hardships with someone or you work past something, it's something that no matter what happens to either of you, you will always share that. And that's why for me, 
even old friends. There's things that I've gone through with with past friends of mine that I haven't spoken to in years, but it doesn't matter that they could, if they called me at any time, yeah. I would always be there for them because of my past with them and I would never abandon them. And that's why I think what somewhat of what you were both describing with that is I, I think if you work, if you, when you're friends and you have something, you, instead of if you work, if you work through something with someone, it strengthens that bond forever. I have been so on the go this summer with the parties, the gatherings. I've just been traveling nonstop. It's been a lot of fun, but it's really actually been difficult to grocery shop when I'm home, especially when I'm only here for a few days. I'm already busy when I'm back. I'm not even thinking about going grocery shopping and then I'm not eating that well and then I'm more tired because I'm not eating well. It's like this really, this bad cycle that is not making me feel my best, if you will, okay? And that is where Daily Harvest comes in. Daily Harvest delivers delicious food built on organic fruits and vegetables. So you can choose from smoothies, flatbreads, harvest bowls, and more all ready to enjoy in minutes. So if I'm just getting back from a trip and I'm too busy and lazy to go grocery shopping, Daily Harvest has my back. They help keep my freezer stocked with good food that's always ready when I am. Everything's farmed and frozen to lock in peak nutrients and flavor. If you like savory, you like sweet, something in between, they got you, okay? I love their strawberry peach smoothie. It's so easy. Like, I cannot stress to you enough how Daily Harvest is, like, the best thing ever. They are committed to human and planetary health, which means they do their absolute best to ensure transparency and integrity when it comes to their ingredients and the humans who grow them. It is a win-win case in point by supporting farmers who invest in practices that increase biodiversity and improve the health of their soil and by delivering food in recyclable and compostable packaging where possible. Daily Harvest is all the work, so all I have to do is eat and enjoy. Stay busy and eat sustainably with Daily Harvest. Go to dailyharvest.com slash I love you to get up to $40 off your first box. That is dailyharvest.com slash I love you for up to $40 off your first box. Again, dailyharvest.com slash I love you. And now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. How well would you take care of your car if you had to keep the same one your entire life? That is how our brains work. So why do we not treat them that way? How we care for our minds affects how we experience life. So it's so important to invest time and care into keeping them healthy. There's plenty of ways to support a healthy brain, like learning a new language or taking power naps even. There is also BetterHelp Online Therapy. I am like the self-proclaimed spokesperson, if you will, for BetterHelp. I was on a podcast this week and they were asking me for tips and I was like, honestly, use BetterHelp. Like I, I, get, I did a whole like three minute ad on a podcast that wasn't even mine and it wasn't that, okay? That is how much I love BetterHelp, okay? I have been in and out of therapy since I was in the fifth grade. It has been single-handedly the most influential decision I've made in my life and I would not even be half the person I am today without therapy I would be going wild it would not be very good okay so if y'all didn't know BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video phone and even live chat only therapy sessions so you don't have to go to see anyone on camera if you don't want to it's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours the reason I am such a supporter if you will of better help is it makes it more accessible it makes therapy more affordable and it also makes it a lot less scary with the option to do like literally just live chat without a camera on so if you are scared if it's too expensive like there's so many ways to make better help work for you and our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash kinsey 
That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Kenzie. And you just have this like understanding. I think like you and I have this, me and Dom have this. Nothing changes even if we're not talking every single day. It's just this like understanding of like, we just know and that we know that, that, we that know. that's okay too, yes, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And that's in like some healthy. context, yeah, because in the context that we were in, in in a small Bible college, like you're with people 24-7, yeah. it feels like, you know? And when and when one's not around, one goes missing, it's like, well, it sounds like, you know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. not necessarily reality in most contexts, you no. know? We were living in like a really weird bubble, like a very specific bubble. Yes. It was a little bit weird, like how I think just when anyone's in like a very, very weird specific bubble, social dynamics, and then like there always has to be a villain or there always has to be, it was, right. it's just exhausting. Like, right. and then when you get out of that setting, especially like me moving, and you're like, that was so unnecessary. Is, is that less prevalent in Texas? Oh my God. Yeah. I don't have drama with any friends, like really ever. But there will be like conversations and stuff, but it's not. But also like we're at a different age and we're not in college anymore. And like we all talk about how like, oh my God, like you can always think about the certain situations or arguments that you've had with someone. Now at 24, I can think about something I was mad about at 21. And I'm like, I was in the wrong on that one, but I didn't see it at the time. Sure. So I think that it's also just like part of growing up. Yeah, I love that. How your mix of friends that you have right now, how many of them are friends that you grew up with? How many of them are friends that you've made since you've been back over the past few years? We all, besides a few, are from the same hometown. So you, a good majority. Most of us grew up up together. I love that so much. It's the best thing in the world. And then we do have new friends, but it really is... And it's the greatest. These new friends are also native Texans or they're maybe They went to college with friends of ours. Got it. I have the best friends in the world in Dallas. Like I got so lucky. And also we're in like a different place. Like there's not, you know, the arguments that you have at, at 8, 16, 20 are not what you're going to end up having in your 20s. So I think right. that that's helpful too. Yeah. But it just depends. I think a lot of it is just growing up. How are you enjoying the transplant? culture in texas right now is there a lot there's a lot more transplants than ever right now yeah i don't i don't mind it yeah i don't care where is the mo- where are the most people coming from california to austin really and then to dallas do you love it or do you i don't mind it because like <laughs> i lived here like i i kind of love it because i'm like sweet greens here you now have to, yes i was Creation. just you just read my mind i'm like you have to love it you get i get all my blue stuff blue, not yet that's the only thing it's that on isn't its here way. you it's have to way. believe it's on its way alfred alfred's there Okay, Austin. sweet green, check. Yeah. These, yeah, these are the things I would think of. These are the uh, things that I care about, and it's all there now. So yeah, I'm like, that's great. Blue, let's believe that blue bottle. I'm, I'm speaking that into existence. Have you had any communication about this? You know, I tried. They're really corporate, so it's difficult. They're a lot more corporate than are there other. Any in Texas at all? No. Interesting. I know, but I think that they're coming soon. I'm just like praying for that to happen. They're in New York. They're yeah, in they're LA. in Chicago. They're, I mean, they're everywhere. Yeah, it's happening. But Alfred's there. We need to get there. Blue Bottle to Texas. If Blue Bottle is listening to this, yes, we call need me. to get Blue Bottle to Texas. I will work for free. I will have everyone <laughs> at your coffee shops. I will do for you what I've done for another coffee shop in Dallas that I should never have done. So there uh, we go. <laughs> I will do whatever I can. Your... She said what needed to be said. Yes, exactly. Okay, so I do want to talk a little bit about grief and loss. Yeah. You have navigated this so well. Not that there's a right or a wrong way to deal with this, 100%. but I'm so impressed by you. Thank you, Kenzie. So do you want to just speak on where you're at currently? Yeah, I mean, it was completely unexpected. 
You know, we could have never have saw coming what happened to us last year. But my reality is that I I just believe that I had the greatest mom that I could have ever and had. And you were the greatest son to her, too. We you had, guys a, had great a great relationship. Great, you had the best relationship I've ever seen anyone have with their mom. Yeah, we had a great relationship. She was a very special woman. You know, know a little bit about my mom is she's one of 14 kids. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, she's one of 14. She grew up in Brooklyn, New York in the heat of the 60s and 70s in a, a massive family to two very alcoholic parents. So you could imagine that dynamic was tumultuous. It presented a lot of adversity early on for her. And she overcame a lot of, you know, she had things that would happen to her as a result of her own decisions. And there was adversity in her life that just naturally happened by circumstance. And she had a wicked crack addiction in her early 20s and had my older brother at an earlier age. And she was able to turn her whole life around, you know, and she met my dad early in recovery and completely rebuilt everything that she had lost in her addiction and was able to help hundreds, honestly, Kenzie, maybe even thousands of young women in the South, the Southern Massachusetts area get sober, get clean and sober. You know, they would call her the godmother of recovery in, yeah. in Massachusetts. She helped, I mean, even today, if I'm scrolling on Facebook and things like that, you know, a lot of the girls that she has helped share stories about the ways that she has helped them. There's a lot for me to be thankful about. And in the tragedy of the situation, I understood that I would do my mother's life the biggest disservice if I were to just throw it all away and, and, and salt and in pity and she taught me to be strong and she taught me to be courageous so i knew instantly when this happened that i had an opportunity to honor her life by the way i would respond to the situation you know and i'm thankful for that you know and you know what has made this easy like i was sharing about my dad and how he has responded watching his strength you know, watching his courage to show up to the situation has really challenged me on days when I get up and I'm like, (laughs) I don't want to do this, you know, on days when I'm just overridden and overwhelmed, which honestly, over the past nine months has been common. Mm -hmm. You know, there are days when I just feel extremely overwhelmed, you know, but I am constantly in remembrance of lessons that she taught me, you know, and lessons from her recovery and a lot of what we're talking about today, these these relationships and making amends and guiding through a lot of this. It's all lessons I learned from her and watching the way she leaded her life and, and the relationship she had. So it's so tragic, you know, even, I mean, I just, I lost a job about two months ago, you know, and I think there are principles of recovery that I have learned and and learned from my parents' lives that also apply to grief and loss, you know? So amends making and, and, and having the awareness to say, hey, something's wrong here. There's a situation that needs recovering. Believing there's a, a resolution, you know, having hope that there's another side to what you're facing and just being willing to show up to it and put the work into it. Yeah. And, a lot of this for me is the friendships that I have that have been just, I mean, I could get very emotional talking about it, but I have a lot of great friends that have just shown up for me remarkably, you included. You know, I, 
yeah, a lot of the people listening and watching know you publicly. I have the the great privilege to know you privately, and you showed up for me instantly when when the situation happened, you know, and and helped me financially, sent flowers, checked in on me, offered to send food, and this was the case. Thankfully, with a, a lot of great friends that I'm that I have and am fortunate to have, so that that has been a saving grace for me as well you know so i honor you in that you know and people should understand that what you see and hear publicly from kenzie is also the friend that she is in private thankfully too you're generous and you're caring you're supportive and present in your relationships and good times and bad and yeah i love you for that thanks ryan yeah Every generation has had their iconic denim moment. Like when I think of an iconic denim moment, I think about Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake, their little like denim on the Canadian tuxedo, if you will, which by the way, I'm into a Canadian tuxedo even these days. That is what comes to mind. But also there is iconic denim for literally every single generation. Like there has never been a time where denim has been out and Macy's can help you find the cut that feels like you were put on this earth to do it justice, okay? Whether you're keeping things sleek and straight leg, throwing it back with flair, or keeping it subtle with denim logos and patchwork details, you make it style. So for all of your dream denim inspo that you need right now, visit Macy's.com slash ownyourstyle. And if you need a little help finding your footing, or if you are a veteran that just needs a pointer, pair up with a Macy's personal stylist. They will help you put your look together either in store or from the comfort of your own home. Best of all, it's totally free. So head on over to Macy's.com slash personal stylist to book your appointment today. Again, that is Macy's.com slash personal stylist. What is your favorite lesson that your mom taught you? Nothing changes if nothing changes. That is like a Ryanism too. Like That's you, it. you got it from her. That's it. Yeah. Nothing changes if nothing changes. You you want to sit on your bed and be depressed and and let your life waste away and, and be mad at your situations, then th that's just how what your life will look like. But if you want to get up and sh suit up and show up and show up to your situations and show strength, then things change, you know? And you're just, if, you, if you're willing to just face it, you know? If someone's really overwhelmed and they don't know, they want to make a change, but they don't know what to do, what the easiest first thing you should do, what would you recommend? Right. Yeah, I agree. I'm so with you on this. Writing right. has changed my life. You just got to write. You got to get a Shinola journal. You need to go on. Sh you need Absolutely. to Google Shinola right now. It's incredibly important. You need to get yourself a large linen Shinola journal. <laughs> you need to spend 30 minutes in the morning, either 30 minutes or three full pages. Morning pages. Stream of consciousness. Yep. That's it. It's a stream of consciousness. In times when I feel overwhelmed, I I can feel when I don't write in the mornings because it offers me a sense of clarity. You know, I'm able to watch my thoughts take place. I'm maybe able to see the patterns in my thoughts, some unhealthy, some healthy, and and able to lean into what's a bit more healthy and not, you know. And in times when you feel overwhelmed, like if you don't put work in, like just as simple as writing in the morning, you'll only continue to feel just as overwhelmed. In my I, own personal experience, I right? completely agree. I sometimes, too, struggle with not knowing where certain emotions are coming from. So when I started doing like morning pages, which is what Ryan is talking about, it helped me realize like where certain things were coming and that I didn't even know that certain situations 
I hadn't like fully dealt with or was still bothering me from the past. So then I was able to fix the root of the issue. It has just changed my life. But I just didn't know, like, I would say I've always had a stronger sense of self. But when I, like, 22 to 24, I was so lost and so confused. And writing is what got me out of it. Yeah. I heard somebody say, I don't know who or where I heard this, but I love it. And I know you're going to love it. Is that we read to understand others or we read to understand the world. And we write to understand ourselves. Yeah. You know, and I have gained a great understanding of myself and really seen what matters to me, what's important to me, what I value in writing. You know, like I mentioned, I I was able to realize that I value authenticity. I value history and tradition. I value communication, you know, through writing and through, you you can only write the same thing so many times before you're willing to do something about it, mm-hmm. you know? You can only write even creative endeavors. Like I can only write about my hopes and dreams about writing songs so many times before it's like, I gotta write some songs, I gotta yeah. write some songs, you know? So I don't know, I've been able to dream new dreams and, and repair old situations like you mentioned that come up and just writing, yeah. It's so interesting how we focus so much on our relationships with other people, but really not at all on our relationship with ourselves. And I just recorded an entire solo episode about this. And like our relationships with ourselves set the tone of everything else in our lives. And that needs to be number one. It's not a selfish thing. It's actually a selfless thing because then you're going to be better like for your partner, for your friend, for yourself, for your job. Like in every aspect of your life, it's incredibly important. And I have time and time again, instead of focusing on myself, I'll focus on other people and fixing other people. Yeah, exactly. It's easier. Right. I don't have to deal with my own stuff. Of like course. fixer. It's definitely showed up in my dating life. Of like course. and it made my life easy. And then I was so afraid of like at the end of it, I was so afraid of dealing with what was going on with myself because I put it off for so long. And it's not actually as scary as you think it is. Cause we always we build you think about a conversation you have with someone. You build you think you're going to have with someone, you build that up, right? And yeah. like it's really never as scary as it seems. 100%. Same thing with like sitting with yourself, you know? Absolutely. We make such a stink about conversations, don't we? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You write a lot, Kenzie? Yeah, I do morning pages. Yeah. There was a few, like Susan David's book, Emotional Agility, talked about writing, the, 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 the utilization of writing. Matthew McConaughey's Green oh, Lights. Don't even get me started. Have you read I, this? Yes. Right? Love. Fantastic. Yes, love. Did you listen to it or you read it? I read it and I listened to it. How was the audio book? I mean, great. everything that you could I ever could imagine. I can't believe I you I read it. Oh, I yeah, haven't listened listen. to it. No, I know. I would imagine that that would be an incredible listen. Oh, it was unbelievable. I could imagine. But he talks about journaling yeah. and writing and how that. And it was like three, two or three books in a month and a half that really stressed the utilization of writing. I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, I get it. We yeah. should be writing. And it really has been the biggest game changer for me. Yeah, it yeah. changes your life. Okay, let's talk about writing songs. Yeah, super fun. Ryan is incredibly talented musically. Actually, get them up to date with your like your music. Yeah, well, I've been able to write quite a, a good amount of songs over this past year and a half. That... Well, and you've like toured before, like before. 
early yeah, 20s. Yeah, when I lived in Nashville for a few years, 2010, 2012, played some Southern rock and country, did a lot of time in Texas, places like Saxon Pub in Austin and Pooties and Spicewood just outside mm-hmm. of Lake Travis. We did a few stints in Dallas. I wouldn't be able to remember where, but the stage in, in Austin and a, a, a bunch of places all throughout the Southeast that love to party and listen yeah. to country music. Bayou Country Superfest in, in Baton Rouge and yeah, music's been very good to me. But then there was a time after I got sober where I kind of put it in the back seat because I had such, such strong associations between the playing and my drinking and using. Like when I would get to playing, it just it didn't feel quite right for some reason for a long time. You know, and I, I there were narratives that I held on to that that played into that, like I'm not naturally a songwriter or different fears and. I've been able to shatter a lot of that through writing. You know, a lot of the narratives, like I'm not naturally a songwriter, I completely shattered that. Because I write songs that I love. Yeah, and he's actually really talented. That I love, you know, and have a lot of friends creatively, Eric and, and Justin Flewellen and people that have really championed me in this area and helped me to get a couple gigs over the past few months yeah. like I'm, I'm playing live again which is the greatest joy of my life so it's it's it, and i'm keeping it fun mm-hmm. because for so long i took it so seriously and i only psyched myself out and i didn't even do it you know and i'm just keeping it playful i'm keeping it fun i'm i'm, I'm playing when i want to play i'm writing when i want to write and it, it's been super enjoyable yeah what i love about this for you is that it would be so much easier to just continue to push it away. And I think it's really intimidating to like go after a dream or like a really deep desire for a multitude of reasons. But especially I think you just people you get on like your life path and then there's just nothing to change. You're not going to add anything. I, I love the stories on those like happy Instagram pages where it talks about a 60 year old woman went back to med school. Like right. I love that idea of like, yeah. you can constantly evolve. You can constantly change who you are and what you do at 30. doesn't need to be who you are and what you do at 50. I think that's so cool. And that's Has what I love reading about it. opened that idea up for you as well. Yes, yeah, but just, I also like in just understanding that yeah. the world has so, so many possibilities to offer you. Yes. You know, if you're willing to give yourself those mm-hmm. opportunities and, and and present yourself those you know and also just knowing that you don't need to figure it have it figured out at 22 25 30 35 encouraging huh yeah that is the most freeing piece of advice right. i've ever received but also there's so many people who are incredibly successful in their industries however you define success and they didn't start until later in life and sure. i love those stories because i think it's so cool and i think it's a lot harder to have the courage to do it when you're older when you have more responsibilities or you're maybe a little more set in your ways. And I just think it's cool. Yeah. Not that you're old, but like, you know, changing your mind. Oh, 30 in two weeks. Hello. Can't believe it's I just crazy. said that with a microphone. In front no, of my you face. know what's so oh. wild? We would always talk about it's like you turn 30 and I turn 25 within like so close. Actually, and it's here. Yeah. I feel like I was 21 <laughs> like two days ago. So um, what happened there? We are like six days apart. So yeah, a week can apart. I be honest? I feel more youthful than I ever and have before. I'm actually, actually. so excited. I, your early 20s, they kind of suck. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. And 25, I, 24 has been my best year yet. And 25, I, I feel that. so good about it. And I cannot wait to be 30. That's going to be my decade. I already know it. I love that. So I, think maybe 40. I feel very youthful. Yeah. I feel very young in spirit. Well, yeah. you are young in spirit. Yeah. <laughs> that would make <laughs> no, yeah. sense. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I feel it. Yeah. You know? So who who cares? Yeah, really. I feel like when I was like 17, I put a lot of pressure on age because I started working so young. And I was like, I have to achieve this by then. And now I'm like, I can, I'll do what I want. Like, I'll figure area, it out. Which area adds more to that pressure of working at an early age? Texan culture or Angelino culture? Angelino culture. And, really? Well, I will say Texans work hard. They do. So that's and a, it's instilled that you, you work you at work an hard. early age. Yeah. Yes. But I didn't just work at an early age. I had a career at an early age. And I think that's the difference between the Texan culture versus Los Angeles. But... A lot of it was it was all self induced. To be which clear. is more career oriented, you would say Los Angeles is. In what I do, yeah, no. I would say yes because Texas is you don't you don't live to work, you work to live, and there's so many people. There's like billionaires in Texas who live their lives totally different than like someone who New York's the same is, way. Yeah, who right. like are running themselves like I was on the hamster wheel. Yeah. And it was just like me learning how to not do that and not put my worth in what I do and my job. And I've been able to create a life that was like very fulfilling outside of my job, which has been very helpful. Yeah. What are some things you do maybe on a daily or even weekly basis that add to that? Reading. Number one, writing. I'm so all about like solo hobbies. So reading, cooking, my biggest ones. I mean, I'm still in Hot Pilates every day. I need to try this. Is it the tortellini? Yeah, soup? I'll make it for you one day. It's really no, actually, actually maybe we can, every time you know I what? see this, I'm like, the sooner I have this is not soon enough. If Dom didn't get us reservations, I can make it at Dom's because it's Dom's favorite oh. meal. But yeah, just like having independent hobbies has been really helpful, and then also like really valuing my social life because if you think about it, when I was here the last two years, I didn't really have a social life. Like we were all together because we were doing the same things, sure. and if anyone was hanging out with me, what were we doing? We we're at my house right. because it was around my schedule. Yeah, so like. And I was so busy. So it was very hard for me to like establish a life outside of that. You've been able to do that being back home. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been very good for me. And I think also just like not being you in college a, anymore. You have, a better, you have a better handle on the separation or you have a, a more sense of balance between your career and your own personal social life. Yeah. yeah. And that was not. Where really maybe before they were even just conjoined. Yeah. Yeah. Because I had to basically like that was my only option. Such as LA. Yeah. Right. Was, yeah. That's very true. It's just a different culture. I mean, like, there's pros and cons to both, but I just prefer the Texas culture. I also love being around people who do different things. Not that I didn't have that in L.A., but all of my friends in Texas, everyone has a different job or everyone has different interests. And, like, I love that. And I feel like I could have, while I could have created that probably post-grad here, it would have been harder for me to do. I think so, 100%. It's very difficult. Okay, so last thing I want to talk about, summer essentials. Yeah, I love it. All right, let's go. It's summertime in L.A. It it's is summertime. My it's, this is so timely that we could have this conversation today because it's just the best. It really is. Do you love the summer? Actually, which is your favorite season? Fall, by far. Fall yeah, and fall winter. It's but now let's go even more specific. What's your favorite summer season in Texas? Fall, because in November would be my favorite in month. In LA, the seasons in different locations. No, they're, they're totally different. different. Right? I don't really know what my favorite in LA would be, only because it doesn't really change throughout the years. It's hard for me to to even think about when certain things happen because there's no change in, in season. Actually, so I can't yeah. really put it together. Sure. So it's the same thing. I don't know what it would be. Yeah. I don't no, know. I love the fall. I love the fall. Summer essentials. Okay, let's hear it. Coconut cream pie Lara bars for me is actually one of them. He has one with him right no, now. <laughs> actually, this He pulled is, it out of his pocket. This actually. is actually one of them. I can't get enough of these. Oh yeah, those uh, are good. They're so good. They're 
four real ingredients for all you kales that are watching. Okay, there's, let's see, I don't even, there's dates, cashews, coconut, and almonds. Yeah. So, there you go. Yeah, how's all that sugar? There's not. There's nothing going on here. It's a Lara bar. All right. Yeah, coconut cream pie Lara bars. I love that. I live in dresses because it's so hot. Yeah. I wear a dress in cowboy boots or heels or sneakers. How about like every this day. quote? It's not the heat that it's the humidity that'll get you. Yeah. How often do you hear this? Literally all the time. <laughs> yeah, literally all the time. I don't do well with it. So that would be it. I listen to country music nonstop. Love it. A who, who are you listening to? Oh my god, everyone. These days I'm really on I mean Carter Faith. You I you have got Who's to it? listen to her. My friend Carter, she's was on the show um a few months ago. Yeah. She's actually watched my vlogs for forever, so like small world. She's incredible. I'll show you her music. Yeah, You'll love it. She's very good. I love Texas country. So like Cody Johnson. Like I love a good I mean, I love all of it though. My friend Trey Lewis, love him. Yeah. Great guy. Great music. I love that. You and Dom are both big fans of his. Yeah. Right? We I were like... I was at the strip club last week. <laughs> yeah. I love so, that he yeah. was performing. Uh no, I was after a show. But he did dedicate Dick Down in Dallas to me in the strip club. So <laughs> thank you very much. Really happened. Yeah, so it. I love a lot of like I'm just such a like friends person. So the second my friend comes out with anything or does anything, that is like what I'm listening to. I love that. I'm back on my like early morning routine because I actually don't do well mentally what, in the what does summer. It look like? 6 a.m. hot Pilates, 7 a.m. walk on the Katie Trail in Dallas. Grab a coffee, get home, shower, get ready. 6 a.m. I'm back hot on Pilates. it. I'm back on it. I know. No, some things never change, honestly. You know? I think I'm going to be taken back on a routine as well soon. Mm. Maybe a little spin. Ooh. Like it's, it feels like we said at the beginning, it feels a lot like 2018 again in a lot of ways. It really does. It really does. does. It so really I'm just does. leaning into it. The Supercube Glow Screen. It's I, my Holy Grail product. I've worn it every day for the past probably three, really? four years. I've seen this. So good. And then I have these like $10 Amazon. Do you, have you used Kula? C-O-O-L-A. Yes, but I not enough to like know if I like it. Oh, I love it. There's one product in them I know that I love and I'm flanking on what it is and I don't think it's I just sent love to screen. Supercube's great because it the Glow Screen one, like it makes your skin look blurred. So like it almost makes like you look like you got ready for the day. And like, let's be real, I'm not getting ready for the day. So like, it's really nice. Like I'm not gonna put makeup on every day. Like my God, the glow <laughs> screen is great. And I really love that. Oh, and my Kindle, obviously. A hundred percent. My iPad is right there. I've kind of turned into a bit of a Kindle evangelist, if you will. I love that. I mean, it's kind of getting so out of getting, hand. You're turning readers. You're, you're yeah. turning people into readers. I am. I, love I, that. I ran into a old mutual friend of ours at Zoe today. I'll tell you who later. And I saw her for maybe three minutes and I was selling a Kindle to her. I was like, no, you got to get a Kindle. Like, you got to read it. I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah, she actually was. And I think she's going to start reading. I love Oh, yeah. That. I wouldn't be shocked if I get a message You have later. a book club that you just recently started. Yeah, well, it's like an Instagram page, but like I'll eventually do a book club. I need yeah. like Spotify Live to give me a show to like do a book club thing or I need Literati to do like a book club thing with like someone's got to do it. I'm a real reader. And these people Literati know they're picking. Is like a it's a book reads? club service. No, it's not Goodreads. But like you've got to pay attention to the real readers and I'm the real reader. So that's all I'm going to say. Anyways, this has been a great episode. Taylor, do you have any like final words, any thoughts? Like you want to chime in? Randomly, I actually was meant to say this when you guys were talking about music. I had no idea that Dom listened to hardcore music oh, at yeah. all. I was shocked when I when I found that out. I was like, what? She's super into it. It's, it's funny because I like a lot of the bands that she likes too. And I, it was just one of those things that the, the world is crazy in the most, in the best way possible because you never really 
expect something and then all of a sudden you're you're always pleasantly surprised by it. Did, I love being. Wait, surprised. did we tell? Did I tell the story of that I saw Ryan recently on, on the show? I don't think I did. Did I? No, oh, tell please. the story. So I was going to pick up Lauren. We were going to a photo shoot, and I'm walking through the lobby, and it's one of those things where I thought I heard someone say Taylor, and I, I legitimately like <laughs> look around, and I I don't see anybody, and I'm I'm looking around going. I'm fucking crazy or, or someone really did call my name because it was something that was so vivid that I would have swore someone said my name. And I was like, okay, I guess not. It was very bizarre. I was thinking that's very strange. So then I'm walking. Then I turn around and he says, Taylor. And then it's Ryan. I chased there. you down. So I it was, I was very, very happy to see him. And I'm very, very happy that to see him here and have him back on because what I want to say, what everything you said, Kenzie about him is true. Yeah. I feel like you're, you, your knowledge far surpasses your experience yes. of it. And that's why I think people go to you for for advice is because you could honestly probably say, even if you don't know anything, I think that it's still coming from <laughs> yeah. a place of of your intention is there to to help someone. So that's why I think that even if it's something that maybe you don't know, you're not an expert in, I think you're still you still have a a lead on a lot of other people when it comes to advice and giving just insight to people. I love yeah. that. Yeah, I chased you down the red carpet of the Beverly Hills Hotel. I most certainly did. I was not going to let you leave that day without a hello. Yeah, so Absolutely. that was a good re little reunion. Now this is another reunion. Here, here. I love it. I love it. Yeah, Brian, you're very wise. That's how I would Thank describe you. it. Very, very wise. Again, wouldn't have survived college at all. I mean, we really, we did a number. Like, it, the amount of times Brian and I, like, it, it would like ruin our day if someone like we were in kindergarten if someone sat next to us and like, there wasn't a seat next to the other one or like right. someone took the water bottle off the chair that we were reserving. We had, we had sweatsuit days in sync. Oh yes, we actually Tuesdays I think we were we were like matching sets. Yeah, the Tuesdays and Thursdays was like a sweatsuit matching matching suit. Day. So we've actually always been matching, not just today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yes. on brand for us today. Very on brand. Okay, Ryan, where can they find you? And you need to start a podcast. I, I do have to be opening up a bit more on social, but you can follow me on Instagram for now as I'm going to be recording and producing this music over the next six months to a year and then eventually on Spotify. But and I'm also going to be ideally starting a podcast with yes, your help uh, he has over a the mic next now. six months or so as well. So just preparing a list of guests and things like this and topics. So that's something to be excited about as well. Yay. Yeah, this wait. has been so fun. I know, guys. It just feels right being yeah, in this room. Actually. It really does. Okay, well, love you. Thank you for coming on. Love you. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. A little throwback, if you will. Um, as always, be sure to give a nice rating and review if you guys liked it. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, you know, the whole thing. Love you guys so much, and I will talk to you next week. <laughs> <laughs>